gobble 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 welcome to late night bites thanksgiving edition we are here for our late night bites show thanksgiving is coming up and dan i would like to start this episode with a thanksgiving related two truths and a lie all right thank you for putting that together ross let's get into it (laughs) oh you're killing it with the dad jokes (laughs) uh dan are you ready for this i am let's talk about it let's do the giving thing (laughs) all right so Wild turkeys were nearly extinct by the 1930s. However, now there are more than 7 million wild turkeys, and the population of these birds is increasing in many areas. Wow. Okay. Wild turkeys growing like crazy. All right. The average lifespan of a wild turkey is 10 to 15 years. The oldest known wild turkey to be 20 years old. Okay, get some old AF turkeys. And the third one? uh, The third one is, a wild turkey's gobble can be heard up to one mile away. Wow. I love how Daniel themed um, about wild turkeys. I know. I thought it was very, very festive. Uh, Two of these are truths that I found from the spruce. And one of these is a lie from my sweet, sweet head. (laughs) So... Uh, I could easily see there being 7 million turkeys. Um, I, it makes sense that they could live for 10 years. Uh, I feel like three is, is you're going to trip me up with the gobble being heard a mile away. It seems, seems like the obvious false one. So yeah, let's, let's go with that. I don't, I think the lie is that you cannot hear the gobble from at least a mile away. Oh, Dan, I am so sorry. Ah. The average lifespan of a wild turkey is actually three to five years old. The oldest known was 13 years old. Oh, I was going to go with that one. That was that was good, Ross. Well done. What can I say? What can I say? What can I say? He's a great clue giver. <laughs> so while we're transitioning into our the time of Thanksgiving, um, the thing I think about the most, I think most about what the side dishes are. Mm. Um and I think it's time to discuss just in general, like side dishes, but also, if possible, breaking it into three categories of favorite, least favorite, and most overrated. Oh, wow. Okay. What else? I, I can start. If you need time to think, I can start on this. I would love to hear. I mean, I want to, yeah. What do you tell me? Tell me where your head is with these Thanksgiving sides. Where's the spruce at? <laughs> I didn't read the spruce's opinion on sides. Uh so I can't I can't speak on that. But um so my my favorite side is a uh mashed sweet potato dish. Uh my cousin actually makes it and every year it is absolutely wonderful. My least favorite side is cranberry sauce because what's the point and my excuse me <laughs> i couldn't agree with you more there and the most overrated the most overrated side is mashed potatoes okay 
Um, we got to dig into this. So you like sweet potatoes, but you think the regular mashed potatoes are overrated? Unless there's like cheddar cheese in there or something like that, just like straight up like mashed potatoes, I think it's overrated. I think there's so much going on on the Thanksgiving uh, table that like you, you have so much to choose from. And I feel like mashed potatoes are something like you could have at any point during the year. I know you can have any of this at any point, but like mashed potatoes, especially, but like there are some things on that table that you just like, you don't really have all the time. I think that, um, I don't think anyone's overrating mashed potatoes though. I don't think anyone's, I haven't heard anyone be like, wow, I'm really pumped for Thanksgiving this year. I can't wait to dig into those mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. But you know, I'm not saying like it's my least favorite because cranberry sauce is my least favorite, but like I don't even know if mashed potatoes need to be on the table. Yeah. Well, so I totally agree with you about sweet potatoes. Like that's actually one of my favorite, um, my favorite dishes with brown sugar and like maple. Um, and that of like course. whole flavor profile, cinnamon and all those other like delicious fall spices. Love that dish. Um one one dish that I there are two other casseroles that I actually think are underrated. Um, I think the word casserole like turns a lot of people off, but both you and I, Ross, have connections to Minnesota where like casserole casseroles rule. Uh, of course. So it's the green bean casserole, and it's the corn casserole. Do you know either of these casseroles? Uh, I don't think I do. Uh, do you want to you want to go into that? Well, green bean casserole is basically like it's basically, you know, green beans with a little bit of like um, a cream of mushroom soup and then like some sort of um, um, like crunchy topping, which is usually like crispy onions or, or breaded something on top um, or potato chips. <laughs> I've never had it with potato chips. No, no, I don't think that would work. <laughs> Scratch that. Scratch that. <laughs> Uh, the other one is corn casserole, which is basically literally just, um, it's like corn pudding in a way. It's like a little bit more firm than probably what you're thinking about, but, um, but I really like that. And then, yeah, I don't understand your, what's your pro what's, what's, what's against the cranberry sauce, dude. Like it's so good on top of the Turkey. Um, I don't know. It's just like a diff. it's a cool flavor profile. I'm, I'm not in it. I'm not trying to dump fruit over everything I'm eating on Thanksgiving. That's what you do like for like breakfast or like pancakes, you know, like something like that. You don't, but I don't need to dump fruit over my wonderful meal that people have prepared for me. <laughs> dump fruit. <laughs> okay. You garnish with your fruit. You're not dumping it. You're gar- I don't know. I see a lot of dumping of that fruit and <laughs> I'm not about it. It's, it's all in the wrist. If you delicately plop the fruit, it's a garnish. If you're throwing the cranberries aggressively onto the plate, maybe it's a dump. But I think you just need to fix your wrist motion and think of it more as a garnish. (laughs) You mentioned the turkey, putting cranberry sauce in the turkey. I don't really eat the turkey anymore. Um, I'm pretty much load my plate up with the sides. Do you eat turkey on Thanksgiving? Um, I have been leaning more towards sides in recent years. Um, You know... One one thing, um, you know, the rest of my family actually really likes the turkey, so I'm, I'm happy to concede more of the turkey to them. Um, 
I don't know. Do you ever do, do the family like? I feel like the, whoever's hosting is like really proud of the turkey. They they're like always usually trying to like, you know, get you to eat the, the bird. I don't, do you feel like ever awkward saying like, no, I don't want the turkey. I feel like that's just the risk of making the turkey. You know what I mean? Like everyone knows the risk of making the turkey, and they. I think it's just something you have to accept that, you know, it might come out too dry or. Uh, not many people might eat it or something of the sort. I mean, we all go to Thanksgiving for the sides. No matter how much people say they love the turkey, we're in it for the sides. So why don't we just get rid of the turkey? Uh, yeah, hey, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to that. My uncle and cousins are like big fans of drumsticks. And um, as you as you know, there's only like two drumsticks per, per turkey. So those are sort of like the hot commodity at the table. Um, and there's, there's, it feels like there's never enough of the drumstick to go around. Cause I feel like if you go to like some fast food restaurant, you can get like four drumsticks in a, in a, in an order, you know, here there's only two. So I feel like there, there just, there needs to be a way to increase the, the, the quantity of drumsticks on the bird. <laughs> we need a turkey with more legs, Ross. <laughs> wow. You know, that is true. I actually did not think about it, that there like you know yeah there would only be like depending on how many turkeys you make there's only like two depending on how big your thing is maybe four like you know drumsticks um yeah i guess i guess uh um for you maybe you, you start a scientific uh you know study of how to how to get it so that turkeys have four legs maybe even six legs oh my god why stop there why stop at four yeah why stop at four also i've never been to a thanksgiving with more than one turkey are you saying you've been at double turkey thanksgivings i've been to a couple of very large thanksgivings where there were several turkeys that's wild i think i've had thanksgiving in a ham before which is like what I don't understand the point of that. So I actually read that um, AOC is doing a virtual Thanksgiving dinner with her family. Oh. And they are, uh, what I read, they are cooking, they're each cooking the same recipes and eating it over video chat. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a kind of a way to share the same experience while also being like socially distant. Yeah. So now this is a big question is, does this mean everyone is responsible for the turkey? Yeah. And also a follow-up while we were talking about turkey, Dan, would you ever be responsible for the turkey? I don't even think I could fit a full bird in my oven. In my <laughs> So, I, no, I don't want that responsibility. Would you offer to, to, make, a, to make a whole bird? Uh, never. I would never take uh, the responsibility of it. I mean, kind of just like what we were saying. It's the most stressful part of the cooking. And in the end, everyone just thinks it's dry or they just want the sides or they just want one slice or, you know, something of the sort. Yeah. Um, I could like I'm I'm down to bring like like my one of my life goals is to have like the side that the, my family and friends love. You know what I mean? Like I want to be that person, but I don't need to be the turkey person. Yeah. And also, like, that's a cool idea for AFC and her family. Everyone is going to have a ton of leftovers, right? yeah right holy cow like <laughs> i mean i don't know how many people AOC lives with like her and her husband if she's married like i that's that's a lot like because you know it's that's a a lot of prep work i don't even think i have enough like bowls and dishes to like have 
you know, all the traditional sides around. I think I would have to buy some more like glassware. <laughs> that would be hard. This is where you can ask uh, that uh, dog you saw at the farmer's market, that person you saw with the dog to see if maybe the dog can come over and eat some of the leftovers, you know? Oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, or like there, if there was like a mini bird, or I guess you could just get like a breast of a, ch- a turkey. Any other fun ways that we could you could celebrate virtually this year with family? Um, I actually plan on, uh, the fun way I plan on celebrating this year is, uh, I plan on celebrating Thanksgiving with Twitter, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are people going to be on Twitter at Thanksgiving talking about, um, uh, how, how, how terrible it's going with, with the family? <laughs> I, I'm sure it's going to be something of the sort, and I can't wait for that Thanksgiving table. You're essentially at the Thanksgiving table of millions of people. So true. And... And probably more people will be on than years prior, if assuming people may not be gathering in mass as as frequently. Exactly. So la- last Thanksgiving, actually, I don't know if you've ever done this, but um, actually had Thanksgiving at a restaurant um, and not at, at a family member's house. Have you ever done that before? I've never had it at a restaurant, but I've actually been a server for a Thanksgiving meal at a restaurant. Okay. And what's what's it like from the server's perspective? It's uh, it's actually a lot of pressure because you don't you normally don't want to screw up a meal anyway. So obviously there's that standard. Yeah. But like for Thanksgiving, like you really don't want to screw up the meal. You know what I mean? People come <laughs> in with like really high expectations. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. And there and also like those Thanksgiving meals, like for the most part, are not cheap, you know, when you go out. So, uh, yeah, they're they're expecting their Thanksgiving meal. And like so every every little order. And then, like, not always, but it's sometimes people bring their kids too, so it's like a whole family table. Yeah, it, it could be a, it could be a lot on the servers end. Yeah, it's like we don't want to cook because it might go poorly. Let's go to a restaurant where we know it's going to go well. Exactly. It better go well. What was your experience as a diner at a for Thanksgiving? It, it was honestly refreshing. Like, um, you know, made a reservation. It was just um, there were only four of us two couples and um and it, you know it was a breeze like we were in and out in 90 minutes uh and then like ended up going to like a show later but um no one had to worry about cooking not worried about cooking everything tasted great you could you know there were a few variations of uh food that you could order so to your point about like any over underrated sides that you wanted to exclude or include for the plate you could kind of do that um you know like you didn't have to um pretend to like <laughs> the turkey and tell your relatives <laughs> so i don't know it, it, it was very smooth and and um and also like there's no tv at the restaurant so like you're not always like huddled around the tv watching football which can be fun but like kind of i don't know it's kind of an easy way to like um zone out of of like time with others by just like watching football game after football game. So I don't know. I kind of like being at the restaurant, to be honest with you. I understand that. I get that. Uh, yeah, the uh, the restaurant experience definitely offers just kind of a way of like, I think that with the thing with the restaurant, though, is like, yeah, you go you go with like, you want to make it a small group because otherwise, like the table is just too big and there's so much going on. I feel like the nice thing about a restaurant is when you go with a few, like a small amount of people and share that experience with them. And like you said, there's no TV, there's no anything. 
So it's just you and the like, like you said, that that other couple that you were with, like the two other people you were with. Yeah, and the the one other thing too is like, um, you know, they have like fun Thanksgiving drinks, like mulled wine, like spike cider, things that like most families probably aren't focusing on or even offer when you go over. You know, it's probably just BYOB, you know, normal beer and wine. But it, you know, it was kind of cool to have like a Thanksgiving theme, like fun cocktail. So. Um, yeah, shout out to shout out to the Thanksgiving mixologists out there. <laughs> well, I think that is time to wrap up this episode. Everyone have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. All of the best from the Late Night Bites team. And uh more drumsticks on that turkey. <laughs> and let's get more drumsticks on that turkey. <laughs> have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. Follow Late Night Bites on social media at The LNB Show, online, thelnbshow.com, and please be sure to subscribe and review. Thank you.